So I have a special treat for you guys for today. So joining me on today's episode of Locked on Devils is Soroya Tinker. She appeared on the show a little over a year ago. She was my special guest for my 200th episode. And now she is back because ever since that episode has been published, Soroya has been taking off. She's done deals with Nike, Maverick Carter, EA Sports, you name it. She's really big in the PHF and she's been doing big things, not only in their respective league, but also just trying to get her story out there. She's one of my inspirations as to why I like to share my story as well in terms of me uh, just coming of age of being a hockey announcer, whatever the case might be. So it was great to have Soroya Tinker back to do this uh, open hockey discussion as we talk about some of her ventures and how her career has been ever since she appeared on this show a little over a year ago. Obviously, the PHF continues to develop. Uh, ever since uh, that episode was published as well, they had a name change. I had a few Buffalo Buttes appear on this show as well, just because uh, they came to my school for a scrimmage. I was a part of that broadcast. So wanted to bring back Soroya Tinker to do this episode. So lots to talk about in today's show. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer. Also, Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. Joined alongside me, she's appeared on this show a little over a year ago. She currently plays in the PHF. She's been doing a lot of things uh, for EA Sports, Nike, Mav Carter, you name it. Soroya Tinker. Soroya, how you doing? The legend is back on my show. Good. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me back. I've been doing well. <laughs> well, we, we got to get to some of your ventures. Um, first and foremost, before, before we actually begin, um, so uh, I think you're going to get a kick out of this. When I promoted the episode, someone from my school reached out to me saying that they love what you do because um, they, they told me that you're also an alpha fee. So, yes, uh, I am an alpha fee. <laughs> right, alpha fee. Um, so, so quick, so just real quick, any advice to uh, fears out there? Because um, uh, I, I, alpha fee is present on my campus. They seem to admire your story. So any any advice to any Alpha Fee girls out there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, just continue to build your network. I think as soon as I got involved with Alpha Fee, I had a lot, a lot of new friends. Um, I think there's always new people to meet, especially even within your own sorority um, on campus. There's probably somebody you haven't met. So introduce yourself to everybody um, and, and build your network. Good to hear. Now, let's talk about uh, the PHF. Obviously, when we did our uh, interview, it was a different name. Now it's called the uh, Premier Hockey Federation. You guys got to deal with ESPN Plus. Uh, the, the Buffalo Buttes actually came to my school and I was actually a part of the broadcast for that scrimmage between Adrian College and the association. So that was a really cool uh, thing to have at our school. So ultimately, what was the season like for you? How did you feel about your performance? How did you feel about the new TV deals and all the ventures that happened throughout the league? 
Yeah, I mean, a lot happened. Um, so, I mean, my season with the Toronto Six was amazing. Um, I don't think I've ever been part of a better team, um, culture-wise and even on the ice. Uh, we definitely didn't lose much. I think we lost when it was the important time. But at the same time, I think that uh, gives us more motivation moving forward just because we are a young team. But my experience with the T6 has been impeccable so far. We've got great leadership. We've got a um, great group off-ice that helps us. And, I mean, the PHF is, is on the right track. We were we were able to up the salaries last season and we were able to up them again for this upcoming season. So um, with that, I mean, we've got healthcare benefits, we've got TV deals, as you mentioned. So um, we're on the right track. And I mean, it's exciting and I'm so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, because just like a little over a year ago, um, it was exclusively aired on Twitch, I believe. And now you guys go from, uh, I think you are still being shown on Twitch, but now you go from that to now ESPN Plus, which is, you know, a huge step in the organization and just uh, marching the game forward. And speaking of marching the game forward, I want to talk about some of your ventures. So if I recall correctly, you tweeted something out saying that you wanted to be the first um, like Nike athlete to be associated with hockey, because I think it's safe to say that you're the first hockey player to have a deal with Nike, because I know in the NHL, it's exclusively Adidas. So um, I, 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 I'm, I'm just putting that out there. Just, just, just wanted to say, but I, before I ask you uh, more about Nike, I just want to say a bit of a sneakerhead myself. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, wore these at Winterfest. Uh, okay. My, when uh, Adrian College did the outdoor game. True. Then, um, I'm not a hype beast, but you know, got bait. <laughs> he is bait. So, and also love Kyrie and what he does. So like, you know, SpongeBob edition. So bit of a sneakerhead myself. So when I saw the news that you got to deal with Nike and, things of that nature. I was, I was actually ecstatic because I remember you came on my show saying that you wanted to uh, get a deal with Nike and it came into full fruition. So how did that uh, go out? Yeah, I mean, so they were looking for an individual to participate in their Black History Month project, and I was identified as a shareholder of progress, uh, meaning that I'm involved in my community, I'm making change, um, and I'm a Black woman who is taking charge in my own community. Um, so with that, I mean, they they wanted me included, wanted me to be included in the project, um, and I found out that I was going to be able to design an Air Force One uh, for the future move, movement project, and then um, moving forward, uh, we have the future movement joy uh, air force one that i got to design with nike and and yeah it was a great experience um i love all the photos i've gotten from it i i love all the um people i've been able to reach the people that's been able to buy the shoe and, and show it around um and, and yeah it's been a it was a great um campaign and i'm so happy to be able to be recognized as a shareholder of progress what went into designing your shoe like what what inspirations came from because i just showed you some of the shoes that uh, i shown which is you know some of the colorways tells a story some colorways have a background. It's a way mm -hmm. for like players or uh, creators to just express themselves. So what went into the design for that specific shoe? Yeah, so we were given um, a specific realm of textures and, and um, uh, in the Nike ID setting. Um, so we were able to pick what we wanted our Black History Month shoe to look like. So obviously for me, I wanted it to be um, black. Uh, but at the same time, I used a yellow um, undertone in the shoe um, to just sh shine light on um, the joy that uh, Black people bring to the world. And I think that's really what I wanted to um, have in my shoe and, and show and, and have people wear on their feet. So um, it just represents all that Black joy is. <laughs> 
Don't worry, there's still more in store with our discussion with Soroya Tinker. But before we continue with today's episode, I want to give you guys the first library this morning. And it comes from our friends at Built Bar. So from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift for your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar. But guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment that's right the coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a delicious chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate it's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness but don't stop drooling and listen they are good for you low calorie low sugar high protein and they are all delicious coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time so go to built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out they are going fast because they taste amazing and it's a no-brainer all built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate yes I, I know i'm repeating myself but that means uh what i'm saying is true all built bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits eat something that tastes good and is good for you the best part about built puffs is of course they taste amazing but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're good for you they are actually the perfect treat perfect when you're not got that craving and you've got to satisfy your sweet tooth or if you're in need of a quick healthy snack and they are an excellent source of protein so delicious coconut rich sweet brownie creamy marshmallows stop fantasizing get to built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now the offer is go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 off your order again use promo code locked 15 for 15 off at built.com and now the second library comes from our friends at bet online so bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest sports developments league reviews including this year's nhl stanley cup playoffs and mlb season bet online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information including live betting esports and scores and betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season betonline.net is the fastest easy way to check on all your favorite sports and events including mma boxing and golf head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action betonline where the game starts okay let's get back to our discussion with soroya tinker take it away now i got a question for you um i saw the shoes and i absolutely love them uh any chance you could send me a pair uh, uh <laughs> like like i don't know how often you get this question but is there any chance you could send me a pair yeah, I think I honestly, I don't think they're selling them anymore. And I've got, I think I, I picked up a few pairs for myself, but, um, but yeah, no, I think they're, they're all sold out now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have bought them when I had a chance, but um, moving on to Nike, let's talk about Mav Carter. So uh, the, LeBron James and Drake were obviously trying to do something with the sport of hockey. They uh, were trying to like reach out to various amount of communities and they did something called Black Ice, and obviously Mav Carter, uh, who's associated with LeBron, had to had a lot of say in it. And I saw that you and him uh, got a deal done. And yes, I did quote Drake a little bit. But um, so, what was that uh, deal like? Just working with Maverick Carter and just being, um, you know, a part of that movement that LeBron James, Drake, and others were just trying to uh, do. Yeah, so we're currently still working on the film. Um, I'm going to be uh, a, a piece of the film. I'm going to be in there somewhere. I'm not sure um, how they're going to they're going to put me in there. But um, at the same time, I've been working with Vinay. I, I got to know Mav when he came to my one of my shoots where we were shooting my uh, my Soroya Strong Girls. So they, we were on the ice um, and Mav came out to say hello to all of them, which was really great. Um, definitely inspiring. And I mean, we're excited for the movie to come out. I think that it's going to showcase Black hockey history um, that a 
lot of people aren't aware of. And I really think that it's going to be important for a lot of people to watch. And I think it's going to be huge for the Black community in itself, just because obviously we're interested in hockey and we're involved. But I think this is going to make um, more young, young Black girls and boys want to play hockey and show that they do have role models to look up to. Um, and I mean, obviously, Spring Hill Company and Uninterrupted Canada, uh, they're doing great things. And everything that's been put out, all of the shows they produce, um, the shop, obviously, with Mav, all of it, it's great content. So um, I'm super excited to see the film. I'm excited to be a part of it. Uh, and I mean, I'm excited to educate people because I think that's really what the film is, is going to be able to do. You know, um, you talked about having role models. And before we did this recording, I told you that uh, I actually know a couple people that uh, you're associated with. So Iowa Denier, aka African Hockey, went mm -hmm. to Adrian College, won a national championship, had the honor to call a few of his games. Then you got uh, Desmond, three-year-old skater, obviously still a kid, just trying to uh, form his own path. I had a chance to talk to his father, and he just said the key is just finding role models. And for me, my role model is my mentor out in Seattle, Everett Fitzhugh, who's the play-by-play -play announcer for the Seattle Kraken. He actually took me behind the scenes of the Red Wings and the Seattle Kraken game just to learn more about what it's like to be a broadcaster at the NHL level. Got to go to morning skate, got to do so many great things. And I personally don't consider myself as, you know, um, you know, like, like I'm just a person who fell in love with hockey when I went to school. Like, you know, I was just a, someone who was just like so mesmerized by the game. And, and, you know, I get that maybe I was one of a few uh, full-time black play-by-play -play announcers, but you, you, you hit the nail on the head, which is the, the important thing is just finding role models and just finding that inspiration, getting out into the mainstream and just trying to, uh, you know, make it a little more normal. Because the one thing I like to say is that I am more than, I am not a marketing tool. I am the real deal. I've been able to do, a, I've been able to do a lot of things. You've been able to do a lot of great things yourself. So what's the key about just like reaching out to these communities and finding, you know, these, um, th these people who might idolize you from afar or just trying to learn more about the sport of hockey and just saying like, there are people that look like you and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, I think it's getting people involved. I mean, through my mentorship program, I'm hoping to just develop a, a huge, a huge network of black women that play hockey. Um, I think these girls know each other from across the country now, some in California, some in Toronto. And I think that the importance is, is showing that they do have representation in the sport and that there are little black girls all around the world that love hockey and not only that love the game, but play the game at a high level. So for someone like myself, I think it's important to use my platform and, and, and shine a light on, on myself and, and show them that they can be where I am at. They can play at a D1 college. They can play pro they can play for their national team or whatever they may want to do um, so seeing it is believing it and I mean I think that they are able to do that with role models and um, with mentees I see them coming up through my program um, 16 and 17 year olds now going off to college but now our younger girls are reaching out to them and not just me so um, we're building a huge network and the representation piece is a is a, such an imperative piece of it now uh, let's talk about EA Sports because you kind of did share your story through the video game, the, the Shell franchise. So I want to talk about like, um, what, what was, how did that come about? And was it pretty much what you just said now, just trying to inspire the community and just, you know, pay it forward in that sort of regards? 
Yeah. I mean, working with uninterrupted, um, and EA sports was, was super fun. I was able to tell my story. My girls were able to, um, tell their story about being in the mentorship program and, um, breaking ice was really something that we needed to have as we had an open dialogue, open conversation with all of the athletes that had a breaking ice piece at the end. Um, so with that, I, I think that it was, it was great to be able to share the story, but also able to create conversation and show that these conversations can carry on outside of the rink. Um, and, and show that there are so many different aspects of hockey and there's so many different people who want to be involved in the game. Uh, so, so with that, I think um, EA Sports really did a great job in helping me tell my story. And it was uh, a huge um, accomplishment to be able to see my face uh, in the video game. Um, I know a lot of my friends were taking pictures and sending them to me. And uh, my little brother plays NHL 22. So he had me up on his screen a few times. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a great experience and I'm happy I, I got to be a part of it. Are you hoping that someday you're going to be a playable character in the, in the NHL uh, video game franchise? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think uh, I, I wonder what my rating would be. I think my shot would probably be the only thing that'd be high on there. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it'd be awesome. It's definitely be a dream come true. Also, uh, I know what's her name? Sarah Nurse. I think she has a like a Barbie doll like after her. Are you yeah. hoping to maybe, you know, go down that same road sometime in the future or is that something in the works? Like, you know, are you hoping that someday that we're going to have a Soroya Tinker Barbie uh, doll or something like that, similar to Sarah Nurse? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope we continue on the right path and continue with the representation. Um, I hope it's not me, actually. I hope it's one of my mentees. I hope it's um, one of the girls that is growing up playing the sport right now. Um, I think I've, I've gotten my attention worth, and um, in, in that sense, it's their time to shine. And that's really what I'm trying to make sure that they're allowed and able to do when they get to be my age um, and get to do when they're in the pro sport. Because um, girls like myself, Sarah Nurse, and Michaela Grant-Mantis are some of the first um, black women to really be highlighted in the sport while we're still playing. Um, so in that sense, I think it's, it's amazing for these girls to be able to see us on the ice, see us playing and, and see the love and passion that we have for the game to, uh, to continue to play for them behind us. Okay. So you recently graduated from Yale university. I heard, uh, mm -hmm. one of the most prestigious colleges in America. Uh, obviously you still play for the Toronto six. My final question is like, what does the future hold for Soroya Tinker and the future of just trying to grow the game a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, continuing to play, I think, is a huge thing on my plate right now. Um, obviously, continuing to play and be that role model on the ice, but also be a role model off the ice, continuing to grow Black Girl Hockey Club in that space. And um, I, I don't know what the future holds. I mean, I studied science and medicine, so I definitely can go into that in the future. Um, but at the same time, I'm also looking into um, sports broadcasting and, and I do a lot of public speaking. So um, whatever comes my way, honestly. So I think opportunities, uh, new opportunities present themselves all the time. And uh, the ones that are, are right for you will, will take you down the right path. So um, I'm just waiting for those, those right signs. <laughs> I'm sure my colleague Erica Ayala would love to have you uh, join her in the broadcast booth one day. She's the host of Locked on Kraken. So, Soroya, you've done a lot of great things from EA Sports to Nike, the Mav Carter uh, uh, un uninterrupted movie. So many great things of just growing the sport, not only for women, but people of color. Been an inspiration to me as well. It's been a pleasure to have you uh, on the show and just keep growing the game. And you know, uh, on my end, I will also do the same thing. And we just got to keep uh, just uh, 
inspiring all, all sorts of people to just come together and just love this great sport of hockey. For sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on.